Chapter 4. Becoming the Ruler of Rome. War with Antony. Octavian landed in Italy to find a land riven by uncertainty and fear in the wake of Caesar's death. It is reasonable to assume that when Antony heard the screams from inside the Senate House, he expected to be killed as well. After all, he may have been more hated than Caesar among the conspirators and their supporters, and in the wake of Caesar's assassination, Antony fled the city dressed as a slave. He returned shortly afterwards, however, when the liberatories assured him there would be no purges following Caesar's death. He took over as consul, as president dictated, and on Cicero's advice, following a speech his rival gave in the Senate, he agreed to order an amnesty for all of Caesar's murderers. While he outwardly displayed peaceable intentions toward the liberatories, in his mind, Antony was plotting revenge against the men who had killed his dearest friend. When the time came to deliver Caesar's eulogy, before thousands of assembled citizens, Antony asked for the floor. Since everyone knew how close the two had been, Cicero, Cassius, and Brutus could hardly deny him. What followed was a masterpiece of crowd-pleasing rhetoric, in which Antony, seizing Caesar's bloody and torn toga, harangued the mob, pointing out each murderer from among the assembled senators, naming and shaming them one by one. As Antony had expected, the mob was so incensed by his speech that they began howling for the liberatory's blood, forcing them to flee the city that night as their houses were attacked. This seminal moment in Antony's life had been forever immortalized by Shakespeare himself, whose dramatic account of Antony's eulogy, Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him, is still widely invoked today. Antony was firmly entrenched when Octavian arrived in Italy, but to everyone's great surprise, Caesar had changed his will before he died, making Octavian his sole heir, granting him the rights to two-thirds of his fortune and his name. Octavian promptly changed his formal name to Gaius Julius Caesar, dropping the low-born Octavius from his name.